Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dikewood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanu Kokraba. Now on today's message. Lift up your hands and let's pray with all humility. Father, I ask that this is the time your word is coming. Use me, use my members. Lord, let me be a blessing. <laughs> Grant me grace to see into issues. Grant me grace to deal with issues that must be dealt with tonight. Grant me grace to even pick up evil spirits that are hiding and operating around. <laughs> Grant me the grace. Lord, to minister to your people, specifically. Grant me grace to give to your people what is theirs. Thank you, Holy Spirit, on the behalf of Jesus. Holy Spirit, as we talk about you, let Jesus be glorified. Let Jesus be glorified. So, tonight I want to talk about something from our Father's book. All these three days I've been sharing from the good food that we are blessed with in this house. Amen. Very rich. Amen. Yeah. And today being the last day, I want to talk from a book that is called Flowing in the Anointing. Those who are clapping, something is already happening. Did you say you have come tonight? Because the way I minister, I minister like that, like as I've come to stand here. It's not like I'm standing here, you understand. Bona. So, one of the chapters he talks about. The Holy Spirit, like a river, would flow in the river of the Spirit. So tonight I want to talk about flowing in the river of the Spirit. Now do you know that, I want you to listen to me because after that then I'm just doing our thing. Do you know that? Any problem that you have is only the Holy Spirit who can help you. Let me prove to you. Just one or two or three. In Genesis chapter 1, okay, look at the Genesis chapter 1. The Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. God, he created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form. 
Francis. And void. And darkness, Bible says, was upon the face of the deep. So there was a problem. So if you have a problem, what should you do? The Bible says that, and the Spirit of the Lord, or the Spirit of God, moved the face of, of the waters. So where the problem was, the way to solve it, according to God's standard, was the Holy Spirit had to come. So anytime there's an issue, the Holy Spirit is the one who must really come. Even before God can do something about it, the Holy Spirit must come. If you understand me, say amen. Tonight I'm going to try to show you that it could be that your problem that you have is because there's less of the Holy Spirit. And also the aim of today's message is for all of us to want to have more of the Holy Spirit. More of the Holy Spirit than if Look, you should have more of the Holy Spirit than anything and anything. More of the Holy Spirit. And we are looking at it in terms of the Holy Spirit as a river. Heaven, is it not true that Jesus, when he came, when he was born onto this earth from when he was a little boy, Ah, to 30 years. We never heard anywhere the Bible says that the Holy Spirit came upon him or whatever. You know is that at the age of 12, Jesus would go to the temple and then he would ask a lot of questions from people who knew, you know, scriptures and all that. But nothing was said about the Holy Spirit. Up to 30 years. Then at the age of 30, Bible says that Jesus had gone and to be baptized by John the Baptist in Luke chapter 3. And then the Holy Spirit do we want to look at it? And the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus like a dove. Like a dove. And from that time, Jesus' life changed. That's when we began to hear of Jesus. Could it be that we are not hearing of your business, your job, because the Holy Spirit has not come on a particular way on you? Could it be that you have not even been married because the Holy Spirit has not come on you in a particular way? Could it be that you don't have some things because the Holy Spirit has not come on you? Could it be that the church is not working because the Holy Spirit has not come upon the church in a particular way? So Jesus had to wait. And when the Holy Spirit came, the Bible says that now Jesus began to move around and do all that. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing for 30 years. Now when Jesus enjoyed the Holy Spirit, he had to say that, church, as I'm going, I want you to wait. I'm telling you that when there are issues, when there are things you have to do, there is a need for you to know that it is the Holy Spirit that must start it. It is the Holy Spirit that must get involved. Bible says that he said that wait and for the Holy Spirit and when the Holy Spirit shall come upon you, then you shall begin to become my witnesses. And truth be told, they waited until in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost. Tonight, I want you to know that without the Holy Spirit, it is the reason why most of us are struggling. And I'm sure, let me say this clearly, I'm sure most of us have the Holy Spirit in you. But now I'm talking about a measure. I'm not saying, because you're a Christian here, in terms of measure, in terms of some measure, of the Holy Spirit. Bible says that even Jesus Christ, he had the Spirit without measure. 
But we may not have the spirit without measure, but we should be able to get to a point where we are soaked enough with the spirit. Can I have a better amen? Tonight, may you be soaked enough with the Holy Spirit. When you see someone who is soaked enough with the Holy Spirit, that person is different from someone who is just... I'm setting something before I go into the scripture we are going to look at. Listen. Oh. Somebody who is not soaked enough in the Holy Spirit. Somebody, let me pass the first card. Somebody who is Spirit is usually exhibiting what is called the works of the flesh. Let me say it again. I said somebody who is not soaked enough with the Holy Spirit usually exhibits what is called the works of the flesh. And somebody who is soaked enough with the Holy Spirit now exhibits what Bible calls the fruit. The fruit of the Spirit. The fruit is the same as the product of the Spirit. The profit of the Spirit. The effect of the Spirit. When you are soaked enough with the Holy Spirit, of the spirit which is the effects of the spirit the profit of the spirit what the holy spirit's presence with you can produce to prove so with that understanding i would want us to as i keep sharing some of the things i'm going to share with you i want us to keep assessing ourselves say what level are you at It is connected to everything. It is connected to even what I preached yesterday. It is connected to what I preached on Thursday. It is connected to your future. It is connected to your future well-being. It is connected to what you become. It is even connected to how long you live. So Paul took his time to teach us what are the works of the flesh which most of us have. This flesh. Look at your neighbor and tell him about this flesh. In Galatians chapter 5 verse 19, it lists four of them. Verse 20 it lists nine of them. Verse 21 he lists another four making it 17. So the first four, he said that these are the works of the flesh. Number one is what? Adultery. Adultery. Fornication. If the Holy Spirit is lower in your life, you see this one comes more. So realize that fornication wants to come. Adultery wants to come. Uncleanness. And this thing said that this, he didn't say now the works of the unbeliever flesh. He didn't say that. Now the work of the flesh, every flesh, if you're a human being, you're in this body, this body would want to do this to show that it is there. (laughs) Adultery. Adultery is sleeping with somebody when you're married, that's adultery. But that person is not your wife or your husband. Fornication is when you're not married to the person or you are not married. That's fornication. Uncleanness. 
Some people are not into adultery, fornication, but they are into uncleanness. Watching pornography. You're a married woman, but you watch pornography. These days, there are a lot of pornography that comes in the form of movies. A lot of funny, funny things that we see. Uncleanness. We get ourselves into lasciviousness. Lasciviousness. Am I talking to God's people? Lasciviousness is things that you do that sexually tempt people. So even you can be lascivious in your chatting. You say things that make people feel like they want to misbehave. You, you are stirring them up. Instead, instead of stirring up the gift of God, you are stirring up, are stirring up the flesh. How many know what I'm talking about? There are some people when they start chatting with you, then you, it's like you're, there's something that is like, ah, what is this? What is this? Even we, even some of us as bishops, when people send us messages, you, you do the love sign. It, it worries some of us like, oh, Bishop, I want to say thank you, God bless you. Then you send love. So if you send love or you say I love you, what do you want, want me to say? There is no response because we don't. You are a lady, you come to church, you are showing your breasts. And our lady pastors, how they are dressed decently. And you, you want to be a lady pastor, but you are showing your breasts. If as a teenager you are showing your breasts, then at 30 years, what will you do? the same person when we are dancing you come to the front and you just shake yourself shake yourself and you see a brother who loves God and has been speaking in tongues when he sees the breast like oh my god that's his lasciviousness there are also brothers who can be lascivious yes your brothers who can be lascivious. Even sometimes when, the way they hug, the way they hold your hand, that's lascivious. That's lascivious. Idolatry. The next set of nine. Idolatry. Idolatry means you are making something that's an idol in your life. You can even make your beloved an idol. There are some people who have made money their idol. Some people have made their phones idols. They sleep with their phone under their armpits. It's like I can't sleep without my phone close to me. Any small he said, Hey, this is my baby. Even when you are going to bath, the phone is with you. Is an idol. Yeah. 
The phone has become a tablet soap. <laughs> so much that even when you are in church and we are preaching is going on, you are, you are still on your phone. Most dancing stars, when they finish dancing, they are on their phone. That's idolatry. Something has become an idol. It's that, that's, that thing is almost taking the place of God. That's idol. Most of us have put things that are placing God. Your job can be an idol. You wake up, you don't have quiet time, and then you go. The next one is that witchcraft. Craft, craft, handicraft. Process of doing something. So witchcraft, you craft witches. <laughs> You craft witch. You are into crafting of witch. You are into witch making. Soap making. Witch making. It's not only the flying type. But Bible calls the rebellion, every kind of rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. So, some of us, you are witches by just your stubbornness. By not coming to church early, you are a witch. How many witches are in the church now? <laughs> Some are even pastors. They are pastor witches. <laughs> they are pastor witches. Remember, serious. <laughs> no, no. They're even pastor witches. They are wives who are witches. I know a wife. The husband told her, the husband was an elder of a church, and the husband told her that, darling, you know, I'm traveling, I'm going on trek. When I come that Saturday, I arrive on Saturday when I arrive. I want you to do Kufu and in Kotomre, in Kotomre, crying. It's called a Bunabunu. And make sure that, I'm not joking, it's true. In Ghana here. And make sure that you, you put on Otope. Otope is the big snails. Let them, let them lie on it as if they are being called. I mean, let them lie on it. <laughs> I want to feel it. Darling, do you understand? I said, yes, I will do it for you. And then the husband went. And he was chatting with the wife. Uh, the day he was to arrive, he said, Dad, baby, are you doing my thing? He said, yes. And for some reason, the wife fell ill. Saturday morning. So when the husband landed, he was not thinking about sickness or whatever. He said, my food should be ready. So around 11, 12, he had come to sit by the table. And then he opened the bowl. And what was it? Ampesi. Ampesi is yam and brodier and plantain. And inkontomri stew. My question is that ampesi with inkontomri, is it the same as fufu? With And the husband freaked out. He said, darling, where's, where's the food I told you? Because I told you a week ago. I said, no, I, you know, this is also your... He said, no, I'm talking about the 
believe it. They divorced all. Based on that. Yes. You say, when the man was asked, he said, my wife has been exhibiting a lot of witchcraft in different ways. And this one, I say, I won't allow it. They have only one child and they had to divorce. So there are a lot of us who are witches. Stubbornness is witches. people in this church who are witches shepherds witches basanta leaders witches basanta witches pastor witches singing stars witches sit down let me talk to you hatred hatred and i'm showing you listen I'm just showing you, if you see these things in your life or in somebody's life, it must show you that the person is operating at a lower level of the Holy Spirit. Ah. That is why we are struggling. Because less of the Holy Spirit means that a lot of things don't work. Yeah. That's why prophet has been leading us to pray more for the Holy Spirit. The things that make the Holy Spirit come more. And then read your scriptures and memorize them and do them. That's because these are the things that make the Holy Spirit. More of the Holy Spirit. I tell you, without that, eh, the flesh is what is leading. And that's why many people are struggling. You are struggling. Hatred. You hate somebody. There's somebody you don't talk with. Let me show you hatred. Hatred is when you hear something bad about something, somebody and nothing does, uh, nothing really affects you. You are not moved by anything. You don't feel any empathy. You don't feel any sympathy. You don't have any empathy. You don't feel anything. Rather, you even say that it is good for him. It is good for her. That's hatred. That's hatred. There are a lot of hatred in the church. Even singers who can be singing, falling in love with Jesus. But this girl, she shouldn't cross my road. How many know what I'm talking about? You'll be shocked that some people, me, I don't hate her. Let me show you another way to know somebody. Somebody you cannot easily pray for. You hate the person. Okay, let's all pray for brother this. Or let's pray for sister this. Let's pray for sister this. He carried me, Baba. He carried me because this one is your friend. Let's pray for sister this. a man of God but you hate somebody it is the reason why many things are not working sometimes you don't even have a job you have been anointed but still things are not working because the level of the Holy Spirit is low when you see someone who is working a heavy level of the Holy Spirit I'm telling you the person can be hurt but he doesn't even feel it 
me. The thing that people say about me and have done against me, I don't really. But some people take it to heart. You, don't cross me. You, I, you can't work with me. I will delete you. Some even blacklist. Just because somebody just did something, you're not happy. Hey, now sign out here. Sign out, sign here now. Now you're frozen, Kayesu. Variance, variance. Just say, you are into you are into bringing division amongst people. Variance. Have you heard that that sister was saying? No, me. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Sister Theodora told me. But I'm just, I can trust you, that's what I'm telling you. And she said, Nanikia told her, but this is just between me and you. Can I trust you? Yes, you can trust me. Wow. Hey. Have you heard? Have you seen Michael is telling me that Theodora said, Nanikia said? Wow. Wow. <laughs> so by the time we realize, He's not talking to him, not talking to her, not talking to her. And he sees him, he's like, what's going on? Nothing. So now we have a church where there are pockets. This one and this one are not flowing with this one and this one. This one and this one. And it's one person who's causing that confusion. I'm telling you, and it's in the church. And churches don't work. Because people are bringing divisions. And sometimes it's just one person who has. And bringing that division based on petty things. So like yesterday when I said, one of the ways to prove that you're captain of God's inheritance is to fight people who spoil the church. One of the things you must fight is that behavior. You must fight because you see, God's church it is it is spirit to work on to become a type of people who are ready for heaven. When you have such attitudes in a church, you become difficult for the Holy Ghost to work. When you when you when you when you when me, I don't like it. I don't like that environment. As I'm growing in the Lord and in age, I realize that one of the things that affects most of us uh, is your foundation in your upbringing. That's why, that's why, that's why I am preaching the way I'm preaching. Because sometimes, it's not just the preaching message, but in reality, people have personal issues. You, you see someone who can quote scriptures, but he has a very bad attitude. Because growing up, he grew up in an environment where they, they, they say things about people, and then it will fear you, there's confusion always in the family. And that's what you know. And you're brought into church. Some of the rebel pastors, if you go into their life, they, they, they are like that because at home, they have been grown, they've grown up as rebels. They speak to daddy anyhow. And they brought it to church. They brought it to church. And it, it, it's almost like, you see, they are not spiritual. That's why that behavior has come to church. You can't summer. You grow up and bring it to church, and you are that type of person who is and confusion. Most people who are doing that, they are saving themselves. They are thinking about themselves. They are not thinking about others. 
And usually that's why you die early because God must take you out. It's church to remain sane. Emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, <laughs> drunkenness, heresies. Let me, let me leave this one. Let me go to the last four. Envies. Envies. You know? Look at envies. Envies. I'm just picking envy to prove to you that Paul even said in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. I have I am I've not started the message. I'm just taxiing. The message is short. But I'm taxiing into the message. Look at it. He says that and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. I could not speak to you as people who are spiritual. That is almost spirituality in your law. But I spoke unto you as canna, even as unto babies in Christ. And the people said, oh, Oko, are you here? You're going home. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. I fed you, I fed you with something as a very shallow messages. I've given you messages that will make you happy. I've given you things that will just make you be around. I didn't give you solid things that can make you grow and, and, and become somebody who is healthy and very spiritual. For hitherto, you were not able to bear it. The reason why I didn't give you meat was because you couldn't handle it. Neither yet now are you able that time you couldn't, and now, even after I'm speaking, you have not become spiritual. Then they were wondering, what, what are you saying? And Paul said, verse 3, he said, For ye are yet carnal. For ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying and strife, which we saw, and divisions, which is what I talked about. Are you not carnal and walk as men? Say, who are saying, Muna? Especially sisters. Especially sisters. realize that God just made sisters as a type of people. Yes. Until sisters become spiritual, they are a type of people. But there are sisters who become spiritual and they become used by God. Eh? But when you see sisters who are not spiritual, envies, singing, and other sisters will not be impressed. They, they are not happy with what she's doing. They start analyzing her. What is she doing? Is it because the pastor likes her? That's why she's the one who is singing. I think I'm preaching to myself. No, I think I'm preaching to myself. Really, maybe it's me and you, pet. And, and Mama Deborah, we are the only three we are. Yeah. 
And because of that, uh, we are not able to flow. The Holy Spirit, so you can minister, and then because of envyings, the Holy Spirit is not able to move. If the Holy Spirit takes over this church, as there's no envyings, somebody can even minister, and then the presence, and people will be healed, receiving their miracles. But, but because of envyings, you see a sister who is telling this other sister, look at what she's doing. Do you know where she's coming from? And they start talking about the sister. Oh! What saddens me, mommy, is that even these days, there are men who are following the sisters. There are even some brothers who have also decided to follow the sisters. There are brothers today in church who are also envying each other. What are you talking about? From today, I prophesy over this church. None of these evil things will be in the church. One in the name of Jesus. May we be spiritual in the name of Jesus. I said, may we be spiritual in the name of Jesus. There are, there are churches that everybody is spiritual. And there are some churches to most people are not spiritual. I pray Kolebono will be this type where everybody comes and feels at home. There is that flow. If somebody does something, you just say, oh, can I talk to you? And then you sit down and talk. If you can't talk about it, call somebody who can talk to you. But solve it. Always have a heart that is sweet. Sweet can still flow. If you if you say it's sweet and you can't flow, sweet, it is corrupted. Uh, me me me. I want to be in my. I want to work on my. You cannot be in the church. I say you want to work on. You must be able to talk to him. You must be able to talk to her. It's your roommate. What will you do? Because of that brother you didn't talk to on earth and he's your roommate in heaven. Because of that, God will say, okay, since you can't be a roommate here, go to the um, 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 dormitory. Yes. It's not a joke. Teach on something called fatherliness. And I prayed, when, after hearing that message, I prayed, God, in my heart and give me a big heart like Abraham's heart. To love everybody and every kind of thing. What Shasema say? I I have I, I it doesn't move me. No matter what your issue, I'll still I have knelt down many times to beg people. The only people that I can't handle is people who are proud, because when I I I kneel down, it won't work. Like what you have decided is what you do. But in life, you should be able to flow with everybody. That's what the Holy Spirit does. I'm telling you, that's what the Holy Spirit does. In the church.
yesterday when I was showing you the scripture in Christ I want to pretend. He said that Rachel's tomb, you see two men at Rachel's tomb. That statement, Rachel's tomb, means a tomb. You see two people near a tomb. A tomb is where they bury people. So it's a place where nobody will want to meet somebody. But God said, someone, tell Saul, when it comes to anointings, one of the things he must expect is that you can meet somebody who is even related to a tomb. But that person will be the one to be a blessing to you. That means that don't despise people. Just like God gave Peter that vision. Don't despise people. Don't say these people are gentle. God is not a God who is partisan. God is not partial. God loves all of us the same. He doesn't think you are better than somebody else. I'm telling you. You some people more than some people. Shake somebody and tell the person, I love you, pa. So when you see when you see somebody who is having these problems, the person the person may even be called a reverend. But in the realms of the spirit, the person is slow. Medders. Medders. Some people, David said, they use their mouth to, to meddle. So people can even meddle you with their mouth. Apart from the physical meddlings, where people can kill people. One day I met a lady who said, you want to talk to me? When she came to talk, she said, can you believe, Pastor, that my husband sent me with a briefcase and said she's going to give it to somebody. And I happened to open the briefcase. When I opened it, it was human parts. This many years ago. I said, Pastor, I want to divorce my husband. I said, that one, you go and take that decision yourself. <laughs> yeah. So that's, if it is true, that's murder. That you kill people. But you can also, you can also murder through abortions. Yes. And all these things, prophet has taught them many years ago. Even murder people's character. You steal and then murder people's character by blackmailing them, by tarnishing them, by malicing them, by saying bad things about them. So you are you are you are you are finishing somebody so that the person cannot survive in an area. You are why why you are painting a black? That's that's a type of murder. Survive. You have made the person pass. That's madness. Madness. Please, I'll go, go to the Galatians 5.21. I just want to show you this thing so that when we start looking into it, our, our fight must be, all of us, our fight must be, Charlie, there are four levels. There's level one, level two, level three, level four. You must aim to get to the level four. It should be a fight. You must fight to get to level four. At that level, you are different. Madness. Drunkenness, drunkenness, just a 
I think I'll leave that one. And the last one is another very dangerous one. Revelings. For me, that's one of the most dangerous. Revelings. What is revelings? Revelings is, reveling is someone who loves fun. I think, I think those who are here, they are not getting me. Somebody who likes fun. Yes. Reveling. Somebody who likes, who likes chilling. I mean, it's like anything that is not fun, you are not there. But anything that is fun, you are there. God says, uh uh-uh. So you see people, when it's fasting, don't come to church. When it is Agabaptophes, they will be there. When it is dancing stars, they will be there. When it is concerts, they will be there. When it is party, they will be there. But when it is fasting, they will not appear. Holy Spirit is small. Camp, they will not be there. Root camp, they will not be there. You are in Kolegono, but you have not been to Mampon before. All such people, they, they, they are fun, fun people. Some people, they like people who are, are also fun, fun. So they gradually form a clique of revelers in the church. And some people, the Holy Ghost is not with them. saying God doesn't want, you see that's why I said that the works of the flesh so these things we want to manifest but you must be able to let the Holy Spirit take over the Holy Spirit type of revelings is what he calls joy that is not reveling joy is circumspect and at the right time irrespective of your circumstance That is joy. So such people, revelers, they, they don't like adultery. They want easy, easy, easy. They even want to marry somebody who is already having everything. A sister who is a reveler doesn't want to go and look for a job doesn't want to do anything. She just wants this guy who is working at MTN as a boss, has his own car, has a house that he has inherited from the father. Then this young lady says, oh baby, I love you so much. Hey, male! Hey, male! Hey, male! Hey, male! And after that, you see.
looks like I'm just talking to these people in front. Amen. There are a lot of brothers who, when we get confused. And the way God made the sisters, they have the ability to confuse us. They can just do their hair like this and you, your, your mind is confused. And they'll just move and shake their bones like that and then you are just confused. Hey! And then they'll change their voice and they'll say, Hello! And they use all these nice words. You see, what will you eat? When a lady eats, it's trying to confuse you. Brothers, I'm telling you, you careful. Are you eating? Have you bathed? Have you brushed your teeth? Are you sleeping? Hey. <laughs> Sister who really loves you, he doesn't answer a lot of those questions. He just shoots, he proves. Once a while, have you eaten? Okay. It's powerful. <laughs> A, a brother, maybe I'm a brother who is a reveler wants to marry a sister who has her own car. You are a lazy boy. You are a lazy boy. You want to marry a sister whose father is an MP. You are a lazy boy. You don't want these beautiful young sisters who are who are read down to earth. They don't have anything. But they have also a love for God. You don't want to struggle with her. You want someone who has everything already. You are a reveler. Sister, don't mind such brothers. He is pretending he loves you, but he loves you because of what you have. I know brothers like that also. Why don't you send me 100 Ghana? Why don't you send me this? A brother who is asking a sister for money, check it. Send me 500, I'll pay you at the end of the month. Sit down, let me talk to you. Sit down, sit down. And time always shows. Happy time shows you. Listen, listen, what God is sharing with us, for some of us, you are in it, and you must be, you must hear the spirit speak to you especially the younger ones for these days there's so much deception in the church so much deception for people it's almost like we are in an era where pretense is our extracts that's 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 what is there's pretense it's a normal way of life pretense is in the system so if you are not sensitive and you can of him. If you are not sensitive, you 
think they have a company, but they don't have a company. I don't know why the Holy Ghost wants me to say these things. I have a friend. I have a friend. He's a reverend minister of a ministry. And then one day I was driving where just um, where he has his company. So I was just driving and so the long time I saw this friend. Let me just call him, find out whether he's there. So I called him, he said he was. So I called down and then went to see him. When I got there, there were some people in there. The office. So I waited. And then when the people finished and they were coming out, it was a, two men and a young lady. So when they were coming out, they said, oh! So Bishop, I said, Bishop, this is that, this is that, this is that, this is that. And then, okay. Then he left. And when he came and met me, he said, have I seen that young lady? I said, yes. She's a very beautiful young lady. He said, He's very sad. I said, why? He said, he's like a spiritual father to this young lady. And this young lady, I think she had finished university and had met a guy. And the guy had lied to her over a period. The guy said, something like the guy said, his father is this person. The guy said, he stays at East Legon. The guy said, he can speak French. <laughs> the guy said, he has finished his first degree. The guy said, he has this amount of money. The guy said, and this is a young lady who is coming from a very good home. I met this handsome guy, but all the things that the guy said was not true. Really, she didn't know. And then, so this man of God was saying, so he said, let me meet this guy. When he met this, the guy was able to maneuver his way. And God married to the girl. And exactly one year later, no French. He went to learn the French just to pass that barrier. saying that he feels very sad because the girl brought the guy for them to check and the man of God failed men of God are failing because we are not spiritual we are fa- failing we are unable to say that this is not that one day I told one of our daughters in the church I said you are a very young lady singing and all that Where's your beloved? So I said, tell your beloved to come and visit the church. So the beloved came. That day I sat down after church and I said, beloved, how are you? Handsome guy. Six pack type of, you know, this kind of black looking, dark, hairy, curly. 
Then, as the guy was sitting, and then the young lady was sitting here, the lady, the lady was like, oh, what did my pastor say? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, like, pastor, I hope he's a good guy. So I came to look here, and then I'm, I was connected in the spirit. I, I started asking some questions, and the guy was very uncomfortable. So at the point, I said, you know what? I think you can go. I'll talk to you. So I made her see the guy off. And when she came back, I said, Pastor, what do you think? I said, hey, no, 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 no. Something tells me that the guy is not straight. So, so what are you saying? I said, I think you should break up. Straight like that, I think you should break up. Look, if you're not full of the spirit, eh, you would endorse things that will kill people. said you should break up. It was a very painful decision because I, I even got, got to a point I said you can choose my advice against your what you want to do. So she took my advice and she broke up with the guy. Can you believe that when she broke up she got another person who was trying to become in the church, our church, trying to become a pastor. Started a relationship and gradually they were flowing few times I even go and make a program to go with me. God died, it was working. When they got married, no, six months later, the guy died. The guy, the guy who was a former beloved died of something that I saw and I said and he died. I said, Pastor, thank you. I said, don't come and thank me. If only people will listen. Today, she's blessed with two kids. She doesn't joke with me. Two kids, they are so ministry. She's see a lady pastor. But you see, they didn't listen. Another one. Another daughter of our church. Who was also close. One day, I said, you, you are very... A virgin, a virgin. <laughs> She doesn't know all these things. So I said, so, who is your beloved? So I don't have a beloved, but I have somebody who is putting pressure on me. That he likes me. I said, oh, tell the guy that your pastor wants to meet him. So, he, the, the guy came. When the guy came, it was a Sunday. So after church, I had time for the guy. We're in my office. And I said, what's your name? Said, As she was talking, something told me that the guy is lying. So I went straight and said, what you're saying is a lie. Then the guy said, ah, you don't know me. He, he, he stood up and said, you don't know me. Tell me that I'm lying. That's how he talked to me. And I said, no, take your time, take your time. I said, no, take your time. If you come to giddy giddy, we can all do giddy giddy. Take your time, take your time. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, take your time, take your time. This was a Sunday. So I still tried to tell him why I thought he's not truthful. And he told me I'm wrong. That's okay. So I told this my daughter, who still in touch with Jay. I listen. After the guy had gone, I said, You have to you have to be careful. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> I was I was sitting by her dining table. 
my wife was just around the fridge, cleaning the fridge. Then I had a call. Cling, 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 cling. I look at the number. Somebody I don't know. So I said, ah. Hello? Is that pastor? I said, yes. Please, this is this person. Who? This is, yes? Sister Jay's friend. Oh, how are you? I am not fine. Why? Something is happening. So what is it? And he said, I have to confess now. What is it? He said, yesterday, I couldn't sleep. Because I have traveled to this part of Ghana. And when I got there, I went to do bad things. And something met me at night. And the thing told me that if you don't confess to the pastor, I'll kill you. I said, what are you saying? Go deeper. Go deeper, Papa. Go deeper. Go deeper. Go deeper. Some of you are looking at me in this hall. You are thieves, but you are looking at me. You are armed robbers, but you are looking at me. You are sitting here cool. Pickpocket, but you are looking at me. The guy said, and that's what his voice was shaking. Because something had demanded that he's open up. And he said, all the things you said on Sunday was true. And he said, what are the things I said? And he said, you can't believe this. I even sleep with my own sister. Just as I open my mouth, that's how I open my mouth. And he said, It's not only that, I am into stealing of cars. This is a young girl of about 25 years. He steal cars. Cars why here, here. Same name, thing that I wash. Same name. He said, I am this, I am that, I've done this, I've done that. I've... And I'm, please forgive me. I want to come and see you. I said, Come. But why? So what made you tell me? He said, the thing that made you said you should tell me, and he was funny because so he told the girl. And the girl said, Ha! My pastor's right. My pastor's right. So it's the girl who put pressure on him to call me. I'm saying to say that what I'm talking about, if you don't take it seriously. It's the reason why people are even getting into marriage. People are putting their money to businesses you don't have to. Because you are not spiritual. God wants you to be spiritual enough. It's the reason why you can't even take a car that's going to have an accident tomorrow. Spiritual. And the world is getting even worse. There's a young girl, remember, 16 years girl, who was going to somewhere in the Kobo area. Am I boring you? Are you boring me? Are we boring ourselves? This young girl of about 16 years, a few years ago, she was wearing this thing called, is it, what is it called? Show you, show you here. Show, huh? Laptop. Claptop. Please, I don't know, but it's called a claptop. Crop top. You crop. 
It's a crop top. So your hair is showing. Young, slim, beautiful young girl going in the Krobo area, going somewhere. So she picked this trotro. And Reverend, the conductor, the mate in the, in the trotro was a wizard. So the, the, he just looked, he smiled, and the girl smiled at him. I don't know that the smile of the guy was to pull her womb. So he just did. But there was this woman in the trotro who was very prayerful and spiritual. So the woman saw it. The woman said, So, when it got to collecting money, then he said in Krobo, that's it, money. Then he said, no, you, you don't give. So, she, he, he told the girl that, don't, look, a lot of gifts, if you don't know the people, don't collect it. He said, oh, don't, don't pay. So, the girl thought that, oh, I want fainting here, the see catch him. Oh, I want fainting. So, the girl was sitting in the car. Then he said, mate, please, I will, I like you. Then he said it in Kobo. Then the conductor, but the, he told the driver. So as the girl was about to alight, the woman said, mate, for not the And the conductor said, Mini, uh-uh. And everybody was like, hey, Daddy, even the young girl said, What? He said, Man, nothing. The girl alighted, and the woman was insisting, If you don't say it, when he said, I will say it, then immediately, and the girl was like, The small girl was like, then immediately the, the major do and they put the thing back. I mean, I, I think maybe I should stop here because you know I don't I, I don't Trust a lot of things in this world, me. Yeah. So, I am a very prayer person when I'm eating food, drinking tea, drinking. Because I've seen a lot of things. Yes. That's why people who are very spiritual, they are very extremely careful. You really must be. So if you're not, this woman was not in the car. The girl will be going, hey, hey, somebody has given me this. Somebody has given me this. But her womb has been taken. How many people are moving and something has been taken from you? One day I finished a crusade and a young boy came and came to narrow me. He said, he wants to talk to me. I said, why? He said, man of God, pray for me. I said, but I pray. He said, no. So how old are you? Said eleven years. So what? What should I pray? He said, I used to be intelligent, but for the past two years, and as for speaking, 
the Lord opened my eyes and I saw the, the issue. And so I brought him closer and I did something and I covered him and I dealt with it. Look, people are wicked though. And some are even sitting in church. A painting of a show at Yama would be a world of shock. You say, Yeah, but you will be a few, but you will not be a few. A guy was traveling Ghana, Ghana, I'm talking about Ghana stuff, not the other side Ghana. A guy was traveling, he got to the airport, Ghana, he passed through, he got to where he was going. And then the white man said, it's not you in the, in the passport. It's a woman. And the guy insisted. And they, they called immigration officers around. Everybody comes and says, oh, it's a lady. How can you use a lady's passport? He said, it's not a lady, it's me. It's like, no, that's not, a, that's not you. You're a man. That's a lady. Can't you see the hair? And everybody was seeing a lady. So they said, look, yeah, that's so they have to bring him back. When he got to Ghana Airport, Ghanaian Airport's immigration could see him. And I just saw the suspect. And they know. Look, when I used to pastor Odan Fresh, when I just got there fresh, there's a place you want to start another branch. I don't want to be too specific. That place, when I went there to have a convention, just about two years to three years of being in Odan, I went to have a convention, Mama Deborah. There was a young girl, 14 years girl, as I was ministering. When I get to the girl, something will happen on my body. slay any man. So, I dealt with the thing. But you see, which is, when you deal with it, and they still like it, they'll go and pick it. So, a year later, I brought a man of God, a prophet in our system, who came, and this time I brought them, I went to do this program there, but this time I brought them to the main. When this man of God came, he was ministering, and then the same thing happened. So when we closed, the man of God said, Have you seen that again? Her name started S. I said, this. I said, Yeah. I said, Same. So we had to deal with it. As that day, the man of God dealt with the thing. When we, the last day of the convention, man of God, I, went, I was talking with this guest. When I heard that there's a fight going on outside. So the thing was becoming so wild that I had to step out and then go and see. As I was going, the people didn't see us. I was coming. And I heard them talking. Ah. People don't say, what did you Now, what did that program say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah,
Now they all do their and we were talking. And I, I was just passing, I said, My God. And the Lord said, That's what I wanted you to hear. There are people who know such things. So sometimes when they are coming for programs, they just put it somewhere and come. There are times when I'm ministering and then I know one, two, three, four, five, six, seven coming is coming to them. Even yesterday, as I was ministering, there are a lot of things I was doing if you were watching. Some I will not even touch their head because they, they, something was not whatever. You know, because sometimes one, two, three, four, five, six is the one who is coming to tell something. If you're not spiritual enough, how would you know? My own cousin died because she ate, he ate watching. Many years ago, and God mad, and that led him to his death. Please sit down, let me finish. Eh? All that I've said is to let you know that this day, most of you are young in the Lord. You better rise up and say, I am going to be spiritual. I am going to be. How do you become spiritual? Read your Bible every day. Read your Bible every day. Don't joke with phones. Then you wake up and you check your phone. It's Satan's way of confusing you. Bible every day. Let the word of God that you are reading dwell in you richly. Memorize scriptures. If you don't memorize scriptures, Satan is not afraid of you. And then meditate on the scripture. And what the scripture tells you to do, do it. That is how you are growing spiritually. Because the Holy Spirit, when the Spirit moved out of the water, then God said, when the Holy Spirit comes, word of God comes. Holy Spirit is like the gas. Word of God is like the matches. When, or the fire. When they come, then it just takes. So, when you begin to let the word of God come in you richly, like Jeremiah 23, 29 talks about, then immediately, you begin to see that you are moving in the, in the spirit. Now speak more in tongues. Pray more in tongues. As you are doing that, the Holy Spirit takes over. Yes. Now let the Holy Spirit be comfortable. You need this thing though. When you are, see you, that this person, don't go there. One day I was somewhere in the country somewhere and I was about to leave the place. This is many years ago in the 90s. I was about to leave the place on the 14th of September. On the 7th of September. And on the 6th of September morning, the Holy Spirit told me that, cancel your flight. Cancel your flight. Canceling means I had to pay 40 pounds extra. So I canceled. And that 7th, the flight that was supposed to come on, when it took off from the Egypt airport, smoke. What saved my life? Wanitabainu, those who know Wanitabainu, Prophetess Wanitabainu, he was to have a program, invited a lot of people to Philadelphia, I think, Philadelphia. And on this particular date, which was, let's say, let's say maybe like 4th November, as the days were approaching, like 26th October, 27th October, the Lord began to tell her that, cancel the program. Woman of God, cancel the program. And she said, hmm, I'm paid from all over the world, and they're coming. Cancel the program last minute. 
28th October, 29th October. I'm just giving the dates. It's not specific. But tw- like a few days. 29th October, 30th October. She was still not 31st October. 1st October. The pressure was getting stronger. We had to ask her secretaries to just send a message across that for some reason beyond her, the Lord is saying they should cancel the program. So they did. Last minute. Very, very difficult decision. Second, third, on the fourth, when the program was to start, that was when we heard Hurricane Katrina or Katricia was one of these Hurricane. <laughs> Hits the place. And where they were supposed to have the program, the building just went there. And when the thing happened, that's when she said, look, to pray. Yeah. I say, I can't hear you. Are you ready to pray? Yeah. Lift up your right hand and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I can't hear you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As I lift up my hands. As I lift up my hands. Standing on the authority, Standing on the authority. of the word of that says that, that I can go deeper, I can go deeper in, the spirit. in the spirit as I clap my hands, as I clap my hands and, I and I pray may I go deeper in the spirit in the name of Jesus begin to clap your hands and pray I want you to shout. When I say the name of the South Jesus, as we do it together, something happens. In the name of Jesus. You know, I am provoking you to do something. Because some of you want to love God, but there are a lot of things that keep pulling you back. I personally believe that people die sometime before their time because Satan just wiped them. You have been seeing yourself. You have, you have you coughing. Something is trying to hunt after you. All these things, but you didn't know what it is. And you didn't do anything about it. Recently, my wife's 
cousin, 31-year-old girl, died because a lady who was staying around was not happy with her. And the lady gave her watch to eat. He just buried her. When somebody says that, be careful. Don't take it lightly. Tonight, I, I stand here as God's servant. And I declare over your life that any agenda of Satan to take your life out, we block it in the name of Jesus. We stop it in the name of Jesus. Because you are becoming spiritual, Satan cannot touch you. Satan cannot touch you. He cannot touch you. One day, a church that I pastored, and I was not happy with some people, so I decided to do some changes. And one of the people that I changed was the one who was in charge of the choir. I said, you will no longer be the head of the choir. A lady. So I'll change you. I mean, I'm good at changing. When you do one or two, I'll change you. No. So I changed her. The work was gone. I changed her with love. She couldn't handle it and she left the system. And later came to apologize with her husband. And so she was around. Not knowing she had taken offense. Fast forward. One day I was sleeping. Where I used to sleep is close to the window. My wife was also I had a dream, and in the dream, I saw in the dream, she was a sister to my wife in the dream. And their mother was my wife's mother. And something had happened, and, and then my wife, who was a younger sister in the dream, was addressing it. And this lady's fist, her right arm, became big and hit my wife. Boom! And my wife fell down. And when she fell down, she became like a dolly. I was standing with a friend at a distance. So I saw it. I said, ah. So the mother, their mother said, ah, this that, that she was talking. And then she went to the mom. Oh, she lifted the right hand. The hand became big. So I ran. And when I ran, I just did. <laughs> I kicked. When I kicked, I, the, the hand just went off. And then she lifted her hand to come to hit me. And I kicked it again. Not knowing when I did, in, in my sleep, I threw my leg and hit the luva blaze. So that, I'm at you. So we all woke up. So we woke up. I said, I have had a bad dream. So I, I narrated it. Not knowing truthfully, the lady has taken, me some, taken us somewhere. And taking my wife somewhere. A man of God in Accra called my big brother and said, ah, is your brother a man of God? He said, yes. Somebody, and he described the lady, has taken your brother somewhere to a witch doctor and they have tied him on a tree. And that season, when I'm there and I'm seated, I begin to feel that my body, this part is becoming paralyzed. It's an attack on me, and I will pray, and then it will stop. This is many years ago. 
So I said, oh. So it became clear that I'm dealing with this person. So I started dealing with her. I dealt with her in the spirit and destroyed many things. I was just there when I realized this, her children, many, many bad things were happening. God said, if I don't show her mercy, she's, she's going to be, they are going to be wiped out. So I had to virtually go to their house and then exact mercy over the family. People are wicked. She wanted to kill me. There are people who, if you don't pray these prayers, you'll be shocked. They are Many want to pray. You want to pray a prayer again. This time you are praying that any any enemy who is close to you may the Lord expose them. Amen. Clap your hands and pray. Clap your hands and pray. Clap your hands and pray. Today, whether you like it or not, you are becoming more spiritual. Nobody can kill you before your time. I came here as God's servant to tell you that God wants you to come higher. You are walking in the spirit. eh? It's nice. It's nice. Me, I, my, my, my safety is in the spirit. Because what we are doing is it's very dangerous. One day I went to preach somewhere, Reverend. I I was preaching by the grace of God powerfully. And at a point I started ministering. And I just closed my eyes small. I just closed my eyes small. And a young lady of about 21 years standing on my right about 10 meters from me I don't know how she got to me within that split second. I personally feel she flew. The time I realized she came to me, hit my eye. Boom! And the ashes were there. I said, Jesus. Jesus. She said, 
Don't come here again. Hey. So the ashes started holding her. And my eye, this eye became red. She wanted to spoil my eye. Honestly, today I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. King. I felt like removing my belt and lashing her, but I didn't remove my belt. But now I, I resorted to anointing with beating. I said, say, listen to me. Come on. In the name of Jesus. I started, I also had to hit her son. By the grace of God. She hurt me. For one week, my eye was not getting better. And I realized that even physically, Satan can come and then just try and attack you because of who you have become. You are a threat. Some of you, as you have come for this convention, you have grown up spiritually. There's something waiting for you. Survive that thing by maintaining your spirituality. So he said in the next verse, look at it, verse 4. He measured off another 1,750 feet and led me across again. This time the water was up to my knees. Your knee is like 25% of your life. Because if I'm standing here and I look at my knees, times two is somewhere here. So my knee is like 25%. So it means that you are actually, if you are the knee level of the, the river of the Holy Spirit, you are operating in only 25% of the spirit. That means 75% of your life is in the flesh. It's in carnality. Most Christians are here. I'm telling you, your life, the orderliness, the brightness, the glory, all that is connected to the Holy Spirit. So the less the Holy Spirit, the reason why the less of glory, the less of blessing, because where you are is what you get. After another 1,750 feet, it was up to my waist, 50%. So by the third level, that's where you have come to have. So 50% waist level it's also those who are just operating 50%. And only few. The higher the few are. That's why. Then he measured another 1,750. Look, let me tell you something. I'm begging everybody. Reverend, I'm begging everybody. God sent me to tell you that if you don't become wild in the spirit, something is coming in Ghana and we can't survive. On the 18th of February, 2023. <laughs> then he measured another 1,750 feet. And the river was too deep to walk across. The presence of the Holy Spirit was too deep to walk across. It was deep enough to swim in but too deep to walk through. So now at this point, you have moved and now it's like you are swimming. 
you have become like a supernatural fish that is moving in the water. Like you are swimming in the Holy Spirit 100%. That God wants all of us to get to that point where you are so sensitive. You can even smell that, hmm, it's the only way me Prophet said one day they went for a program. Those of us who have heard. And he said that he told his wife, Mommy, me, I don't eat too. And then other people ate. Wife also ate. And the following, by the following day, many people were sick because it was food poisoning. Only he didn't eat and he was safe. But he sensed it. He sensed it. If me, I'm 100, you're 100, you're 100, we don't need deliverance. We are operating and we are all sensitive to things. We don't need deliverance. Because you know what to do. You know how to avoid. You know how to deal with whatever. Am I talking to God's people? How many want 100%? 100%. 100%. And tonight, that's what God wants to take you to. 100%. A love for the Holy Spirit. A love for the things that will let the Holy Spirit feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now look at some of the blessings that follow. Look at it. Next verse, verse 6. He asked me, have you been watching, son of man? Then he led me back along the river bank. So this is what some of the blessings, when you are operating at the highest level, you begin to encounter. And I'm closing. When I returned, I was surprised by the sight of many trees. Somebody say many trees. Trees. Anytime the prophet talks about trees, he's talking about people. So he's talking about trees of righteousness. Many trees. He's in the sight of many trees growing on both sides of the river. That means that now you begin to have people who are going to be a blessing to you. You meet people who do things for you. It's many people who do things for you. Many people. Some are there to help you with your friends. Different people that you wonder, ah, oh, that is the level you're at. Clap your hands for Jesus. Ah. All that I'm sharing is in Daddy's book. I'm just preaching, but it's in, it's in the book. And, and look at it, I'm ending. Then he said to me, This river flows east to the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. The waters of this stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. So now, one thing that also happens is that things that were salty becomes fresh. Things that were not fresh becomes fresh. When you operate at that level, you look fresh. Your, everything looks fresh. If you are into business, the business looks fresh. People want to get involved. Things are working. If you are into church, church is working. There's life. Usually when two people are married are struggling, one of them is not fresh. That's the problem. The moment the two start working on the Holy Spirit, filling them, it will, it, will, it will just get nicer. Tonight, may everyone that came to church go out of here with some freshness. Let your amen be your signature. And not only fresh, it's a fresh and pure. When you operate at that level, you are pure. You are not impure. You don't feel like doing bad things when you are there. You don't feel like watching bad things. 
Even when you are broke, you won't take church money. Because of where you are operating, you count church money, but you won't take church money. Check, you won't take money from your, your, your workplace. You won't lie. Because of where you are operating. Actually, you can't lie. You see, when Apostle John was saying that, you see, if you confess your sins, it's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you. Now he said that when you are filled of the Holy Spirit, you will not lie. It looks like, uh, how can it be possible? It's possible to get to a point where you will not lie. You will not sin. Because the Holy Spirit has taken over. Am I boring you? Pure. So you may know this same person who used to be doing bad things, but now the person, you, you, you may say that I don't believe it. The person, there's something that has happened. It's the same person, but he's moved. That's why sometimes you can also see people who just, ah, this person is anointed by because he has dropped. Now the works of the flesh you show. All of us, we have the works of the flesh. That is why you must go for um, retreats. You must spend time and then separate yourself and get yourself into spiritual things. Most of us don't do that. So much that angels will now come and sit with you. You are just going to sit. You know that angels are here. Look, me, I can be there sometimes. The presence is so strong that then I start crying alone. There are times that I go into my office. Auntie, I go to my office alone. And I'm there alone. And the presence can hit the office. Not once, not twice, not thrice, not twice, not thrice. These days, God, I'm, I'm even delving more. I want more because where I want God to take me, I want more. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you getting ready? You are not there. Please get there for me. The type of, if you want your key, maintain your key. I'm going to move into it soon. <laughs> verse 9, look at it. Verse 9, look at it. I'm closing. Verse 9. Verse 9, look at it. There will be swarms of living things. Swarms of things that are alive. Wherever the water of this river flows, fish will abound. Fish stands for people who bring prosperity. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea. Why you will not expect prosperity? Prosperity will come forth because now you are putting us on level. I'm telling you, look. Life will flourish wherever this waters flow. Look, let me tell you something. Love the Holy Spirit too. And more of him. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 449, 0540 Stay blessed. Live like you. Help me to live just like you. Walk like you. Talk like you. Help me to live.
just like you. I wanna love you.